Hello, and it's Todd again. Time for another edition of Spinning Singles. And we left off February uh, 16th, 1980, as we started the decade. And basically, I'm just talking about the songs that hit the top 40 and the Hot 100 that mean something to me from a collector's point of view. And we don't play the music here because of licensing restrictions. So if you want to hear any of these songs, obviously you can download them. But uh, let's get started. Where I left off on that week, we still had a couple songs that had not we had not talked about that had hit the top 40. And the one I'm going to talk about came in at number 35. And um, actually, I take that back. It peaked at 35. Came in at 37. And it's by an artist that did not have many hits at all. In fact, she only had two top 40, and this was her second one. And it was Nicolette Larson. And she had had a pretty big hit with her first one, A Lot of Love. And then this was her follow-up called Let Me Go, Love. And um, did not get very high on the charts. And only got to number 35. And um, at the time, it, there was a male voice on the record. Did not know who it was. And then I found out later it was Michael McDonald. And he was uh, recording on other artists' records as well as a member of the Doobie Brothers at the time. Kind of like Stevie Nicks did. But this song, uh, Don't Hear Too Much Anymore. And it was kind of a ballad. And it did have a picture sleeve, which is kind of hard to find. Um, it's just got a picture of her on the cover. But that's uh, Let Me Go Love by Nicolette Larson. Picture sleeve's probably worth maybe three or four bucks in good shape. And the record's maybe a couple bucks. Not a lot. So the last song to come in that week was actually a cover of an old Motown song called I Can't Help Myself. And of course, the Four Tops had a huge hit with that back in the 60s. But this was a disco version done by Bonnie Pointer, the older sister of the Pointer Sisters. And she had had a hit earlier called Heaven Must Have, Heaven Must Have Sent You. And this is her follow-up, I Can't Help Myself. It was a disco version. It was on Motown. And it would reach number 40, and that's as high as it got. So it was only spent a couple weeks on the top 40 and then fell off. Not a song that you hear a lot. I mean, it was okay. It was kind of upbeat and not a particularly valuable 45, and you don't hear it much on the radio anymore. So that's Bonnie Pointer, and I can't help myself. Uh, there were three songs that came in the Hot 100 that week that I want to talk about. That meant something to me and should have been hits. At least the first two should have. Um, first one I'm going to talk about was another hit by Foreigner, and it was called Women. And it came in at 77 and just missed the top 40, went to number 41. And it's on their Atlantic label with the Atlantic sleeve, no picture sleeve. And uh, you heard it a lot on rock stations um, back when it came out. Now, when you hear Foreigner, they never play this song for some reason, I guess because it wasn't a huge hit, but it's still a good song. And that's Foreigner and Women. The next song is very, very unique, as in when it came out, nobody really played it, and I didn't really hear it. And years later, it got airplay, and it just got built bigger and bigger and bigger, and everybody thought, oh, this was a huge hit. It was a huge hit. And it wasn't at all. And for some reason, when this song came out, it didn't get the notoriety. And talking about the romantics, what I like about you. And of course, it's a big song now. We played it all the time. But when it came out, it hit number 85 as it debuted and went to number 49 nationally. And that was it. 
And um, puzzling about the song, it's a great song, should have been a big hit, and it wasn't. It didn't even chart again. A lot of songs would come back and chart a second time, but this one did not. But the song, What I Like About You, did have a nice picture sleeve of the group. And they're all dressed in red on the cover. And it's same on the flip side. And that picture sleeve is rather hard to find. I've only seen it a couple times over the years. Probably a $10 sleeve. And the group's on the Nemperer label, which was kind of a smaller label. And that's the Romantics, What I Like About You. And the last song I'm going to talk about uh, came in at number real low on the, on the Hot 100. And um, came in at number... 87, I take it back, number 88, real close. It's a song by John Cougar, and of course, he went on to be John Mellencamp. But it was called Small Paradise, kind of a mid-tempo rock song, and um, only spent a couple weeks on the chart, only got as high as 87. It's on his Riva label, and uh, not a big hit, but uh, still by John Cougar. Anything that made the charts I thought was pretty cool by him. So we'll move on to the next week in February, and that was the 23rd which also happens to be my sister's birthday. And the first song that came in at number 37 was another hit off of Off the Wall by Michael Jackson, and it was called Off the Wall. And it hit number 10. It's probably my favorite song off the album. Rock With You is pretty good, too. But this is on the Epic label, and this is still before he really hit it big. But this was uh, top 10 for him, Off the Wall, and uh, got a lot of airplay. Still hear it occasionally today, and that's Michael Jackson, Off the Wall. Um, no picture sleeve with that one. Next song was by an artist who hadn't had a hit probably since 1974. And all of a sudden he came back in 1980 with a hit called Three Times in Love. And I'm talking about Tommy James. And he had had a lot of hits in the 60s and 70s. And this was called Three Times in Love. And it was on the Millennial label, Millennium. And uh, came in at 38 and we go to number 19. So not a bad uh, record for him. And that's uh, Tommy James, Three Times in Love. Not a hard record to find at all and did not have a picture sleeve. Uh, the next song to come in that week at number 39 was a ballad by Barbara Streisand. And it, when it came out, it really didn't do much for me at all. I mean, I've learned to really kind of respect her over the years. She's got great talent, but um, wasn't one of my favorite records. It was called Kiss Me in the Rain. And it came in at 39, would only go to 37, spent a couple weeks on the top 40 on the Columbia label with the Columbia sleeve. No picture sleeve and, and not a valuable 45. And uh, not much to say about that one. Didn't hear much on the radio at all. The next song was by an artist on the same label and meant a lot more to me, and that's Crystal Gale. I've mentioned that before. I got a chance to see her in concert. Uh, probably about 10 or 15 years ago up in Hagerstown. She still put on a good show. And this is called It's Like We Never Said Goodbye. It was a country crossover from the album Miss the Mississippi. And um, it came in at 86 and went to 63. So another song by Crystal Gale. And the last song I'm going to talk about that week was um, one of my favorite rock bands, Rush, had a hit called The Spirit of Radio. And it's probably one of my favorite songs by them. And it came in at 88 and went to 51. It's on the Mercury label. And, of course, Rush is very collectible, have been for quite a while, from Canada. And this record's probably a $10 to $15 record if it's in really good shape. And uh, it's from the album Permanent Waves. And the only thing about this single was it was only three minutes long. I think the album version is longer, but uh, still a good song. 
the spirit of radio. So that moves us into March of 1980, and this is March 1st, and there were six new songs to come in uh, that week. And the first one was a huge hit. Still hear it a lot, especially on the Yacht Rock stations nowadays by Christopher Cross. It was his big hit, Ride Like the Wind, his first hit. Came in at 31 and we go all the way to number two. So it was a huge hit for him. And um, I believe Michael McDonald was on this record, even though he's not credited, but you can hear him. And uh, that's on the Warner Brothers label. And I remember getting the album as part of that Columbia Records group that I ordered 10 for a penny. And this was one of the albums I got was Christopher Cross's album. And that's where I'd like the wind. And speaking of really good albums, this next song was probably my favorite single release. There were album cuts I liked too, by the Eagles in the long run. This is called I Can't Tell You Why. Came in at 32 and went to number eight. It's a ballad, but um, back then I even liked it and like it even more now. It's like I said, it's my favorite cut. It's kind of haunting. I uh, like the melody about it a lot. It's on the Asylum label. And whenever it comes on, I have to listen to it. You still hear it because it's the Eagles. And that's I Can't Tell You Why. Next song to come in was a ballad. And this song, again, when it when I heard it, I was like, okay, didn't do much for me. Um, it was a duet by Billy Preston and Syreeta. And it was called With You, I'm Born Again. And it was on the Motown label. And it went to number four. So it was a big hit but uh, not one that I particularly liked at the time and uh, don't hear it much anymore and not a particularly valuable 45, but for obvious reasons, it was a hit, good slow dance record, but not one that I heard a lot. Next one's one even more obscure that I didn't really care for either, probably because it's a live cut and I'm just, for some reason, live cuts to me just kind of take away um, from the song. I don't know why, that's just my opinion. Sometimes they can be better. Sometimes they can be worse. Worse. Uh, this one's by Bette Midler. It's called When a Man Loves a Woman. It's the cover of the Percy Sledge song. And it's live and it's okay. I mean, it really didn't do much for me. It came in at 38, went to 35. And that was it for her. It's on the Atlantic label. No picture sleeve. It was from the album The Rose, the soundtrack. Um, and that's Bette Midler, When a Man Loves a Woman. And we are moving right along here. Got a nice clip. And the next song to come in at number 39 um, was by a rock group called ZZ Top. And at the time, I really hadn't heard much of them. And through the years, obviously, I've heard a lot more. This was their cover version of the Sam and Dave song, I Thank You. And a kind of mid-tempo rocker with their signature sound. And it was on the Warner Brothers label. From the album De Gaelo, De Guelo, I guess that's how you pronounce it. And um, it came in at 39, went to 34. And you do hear it from time to time. And last year, I was lucky enough to see ZZ Top right here in Frederick. They performed at the Frederick County Fair. And they sounded as good as ever. They had lost one of their members that just passed away. But they replaced him. And the band sounded great. Very loud, very upbeat and um, hadn't really changed that much. So really became more of a fan after that concert. So this is I Thank You by ZZ Top, and that was number 39. 
Uh, last song to come in that week was by Bob Seger, and he was really starting to gain momentum at this time by 1980. And this was called Fire Lake. And it came in at 40 and went to number six. So it was a big hit for him. And it also had a picture sleeve. It's on the Capital Purple label. And the picture sleeve is kind of orangish with a picture of horses running, which was what the cover of this album it was from, Against the Wind. And the song's kind of a mid-tempo song. Good song by him. I enjoy it every time I hear it. And that's Fire Lake by Bob Seger. So that moves us to the next week in March of 1980. And the first song to come in came in all the way at number 28, moved up from 61. And when I first heard it, I said, oh, man, this is going to be a monster. And it was. It went to number one for six weeks and turned out to be the biggest song of the whole year. And it's by Blondie, and it's called Call Me. And it was very upbeat pop song. And it was from the movie American Gigolo, which I never saw. Um, all I knew was it had Richard Gere in the movie. But the song itself was very, very big. And I liked the song. Um, another note about the song, it had two different picture sleeves. Uh, one of them had Richard Gere on the cover, a young Richard Gere. And then the next sleeve had a picture of Debbie Harry on the cover, wrapped up in like a leather coat. And then the B side of it had a picture of her four albums at that time with the group Blondie. And that's Call Me. Uh, picture sleeves are kind of hard to find, especially in good shape. I think the one with Richard Gere is the one that's worth more money. So I think that's probably worth maybe 2 or $3 more than the regular Call Me sleeve. Next song to come in after that was down at 34 and it was a hit by a group called the babies and that was the group john Waite was in before he went solo and they had two top 40 hits and this was their second one it's called back on my feet again pretty good song i actually like this better than every time i think of you and this had a picture sleeve and it shows a picture of the group and john Waite is right in the middle of it and at the time didn't really know who he was until he went out uh, went solo. It's The album's called Union Jacks, and it's on the Chrysalis label, the same as Blondie. Came in at 34 and went to 33. And did not really hear this song much on the radio, and don't hear it much today, but it was still a good song. Uh, next song was the very first hit by a group called Air Supply. And I must admit, I'm not a big fan of Air Supply. Never have been. Um... Just this song is probably the only one I kind of liked by them for some reason. It's called Lost in Love. It was their first hit. Um, it went to number three and came in at 38. And for some reason, I just, you know, sometimes over the years you like groups. I didn't start out really liking Air Supply, and I still don't like Air Supply. So, unfortunately, you can't like everything. It's just my personal taste. Everybody's got their taste, but nothing against the group itself. I just... It's not something I like. And whenever I hear Air Supply today, I will turn the station. So I can't say that about too many songs, but that's one group I will do that. It's just, I don't know why, I just can't get into them. Anyway, that was on the Arista label. Enough about Air Supply. Uh, next song to come in was the third song from the Knack album called Get the Knack. And of course, they had My Sharona, which was big, and then Good Girls Don't. And this one was the third release, and it just made the top 40. Came in at 39, made it to number 38, and that's as high as it got. 
and it's called Baby Talks Dirty, and the song was okay, but this picture sleeve really made the song because it's got a picture of a girl sitting on the phone on the chair, um, and that's probably the hardest sleeve to find of the knack. And um, I don't know, maybe 5 to $10 sleeve if you can find it in really good shape, but that's Baby Talks Dirty by the knack. And the last song I'm going to talk about that came in that week was by a group that I really am beginning to like over the last couple years. When they were out, I really didn't appreciate them. Now I do. It's the Jay Giles Band. Um, they've really had a lot of songs and a lot of songs that weren't hits, but this one was a top 40 called Comeback. It was off of Love Stinks, the LP. In fact, I just got the LP not too long ago because it's such a good album. And it's on the EMI label, the Gall Green label, and it came in at 40 and went to 32. And like I said, when it was first out, I didn't really appreciate the song. I appreciated it a lot more. And that's Comeback by the Jay Giles Band. And it's um, not particularly a valuable 45. I'd say 3 or $4 if it's in really good shape. No picture sleeve. And it's got the um, EMI kind of silver-like sleeve to it. And um, that's about it for this edition of Spinning Singles on Father's Day on the Sunday afternoon. Um, so next week we will continue in March of 1980, and I will see you then.